and welcome to Supernatural <laughs> Junkies. Junkies. We're trying to take it old school and do it all coordinated. I tried not to laugh. Yeah, I we tried. tried to do it. But well, anyway, I'm Alex and I'm super. Still, it still felt vintage. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, <laughs> and the, uh, oh, if I'm, we're going vintage, that yeah, means we I'm are. a junkie then. So. Wait, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Kev? Um, I would be the junkie. Oh, oh that oh, makes I me um, natural. natural. <laughs> all natural, as I always say. And yeah, I'm man. still super. Well, yes. Rob, Rob did admit the other day that he, he does use a little beard dye as well. So I do. I do. He's just for men. Not a completely natural <laughs> as I thought he was. It is true. It is true. It's the one that gradually makes you Oh, the it's hair a gradual. Brown. It doesn't do it all at once because that... Or else it's like, pow, you just gradually sneak up on people. Oh, I, I mean, I have it's to use camouflage. all so the hair dye. So it's like every three weeks. There's no shame in There's no shame in this, no this game. Shame. No, not at all. I've got to do every three weeks. So I, I don't. It's hard work to look good. It is. It's a lot of work. Only as you get older. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of stitch work to keep it all together. <laughs> so who's going to... Who's going to do our supernatural story? Oh, yeah, because I haven't heard this one. Oh, yeah. I I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Hurry up. So um, this is when I was, uh, this is a long time ago when I was, I was, uh, I think after having the boys, they were a few years old. And um, I remember I was talking, I think uh, Weston was about five or six. And I was talking to a friend. And so um, I had lost a baby before Wyatt. And um, I was telling a friend about it. And I was sure because we didn't find out what why it was before having him. You know, mm. we just kind of were like, oh, you know. And by the way, I was right. By the way, I, <laughs> I know. The boy. I was telling, and they always say that the father's usually right and the woman's usually wrong about mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But um, we didn't. I didn't want to. Kevin did, but I didn't want to know what we're going to have before we had it. Um, because I was just like, it's what you know. In life, you get so few good surprises. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, let's not let's not find out. Let's wait until we have the baby. And so. Um, and we got pregnant with Wyatt a few months after losing the first one. And then, um, so in the ER, it was great because everyone was like, you don't know what you're having? Because very few people do that nowadays, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. And so they were they were really excited, too, because, you know, they're like, what? You don't know. Nobody does that anymore. Mm. Uh, but before we went in, um, I had had a dream that um, uh, my grandparents passed away. And I used to live with them. They were like parents for me. In high school, so um, I was very close with them, but they passed away when I was um, my grandpa when I was 19 and my grandma when I was 20, and um, that was really hard. But I had had a dream uh, when I was pregnant, and uh, my mom was visiting. I remember at that time, and um, I woke up and I was like, "Yeah, I had the weirdest dream." And um, so now I'm, I'm relaying this dream to someone years later. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, in my dream, um, grandma and grandpa were in it, and they were holding." Um, a girl, a baby girl, mm. and it was my girl, mm. and and I was like, but she had her back to me the way they were holding her. I think Grandma was holding her, and she had her on her hip, you know, like you do. And she was um, the girl, the baby girl looked about two or three years old. And I knew it was my daughter, mm-hmm. and she had long, straight, dark hair like mine, mm-hmm. very dark hair, like dark brown, and um, and straight. And um, and I could, you know, I could see her haircut, but she didn't turn for me to look at her head. And my grandparents said, yeah, you know, um, it, they were talking to me and said, yeah, everyone tells us how beautiful she is and what beautiful green eyes she has. Mm. And they both said it to me and they're like, yeah, everyone talks about her beautiful green eyes. And, um, and you know how dreams are and then they just sort of meandered off. And, but that part of the dream always stuck with me. And, I, and then I woke up and I told my mom about it. And later that day, I remember telling Kevin 
and um, my mom about it. And I was just like, oh, it's so weird because that day was also my grandfather's birthday. Mm, and I was like, wow. wow. And I was like, that must mean something. And so that's why when I was pregnant, I was like, oh, I must be having a girl. Sure. <laughs> and so I was sure I was having a girl. So when Wyatt came out, the doctor said, it's a boy. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? She was questioning his abilities. I wow. Know, I, know. I did. I felt, you know, validated in that moment. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I was like, really? Like, wow. I, I was a little like, huh? Because I was sure that my grandfather must be telling me, like, I was having a girl. Right. I mean, it was He's just like, such... I went to med school. I know the <laughs> Right? He's like, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, but I was so sure. But um, it wasn't until years later, and I was telling my friend this, also, the other thing that struck me is really odd, um, but I didn't connect it to. So now, you know, years later, I now have two boys. It's like, oh, what a weird dream. So I'm telling a friend this. Uh, and uh, I, by the way, and, and as I'm saying, I was like, yeah, and it was so weird because my grandparents, both of them stressed what beautiful green eyes um, she had. And as I'm saying it, I realized that both my boys have green eyes. Mm, mm-hmm. And no. In and of itself, green is the rarest eye color, mm-hmm. by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an anomaly. It doesn't really... It's like hazel, right? Mm-hmm. But it is, I think, 1% or 2%. But um, hazel is actually the rarest, I think they say. But um, So what's weird about that is that I have brown eyes. And although they're very light brown, they're still brown. And Kevin has hazel eyes. And so, you know, for everyone that's like... Well, statistically, your children should probably have brown eyes. Hmm. That's probably true, although eyes don't generally go by dominant and recessive. It doesn't work out quite that easily. So, um, but you would think, sure, my, my son's eyes would normally, you would think, brown. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I would have thought, too. But it wasn't until I told her that story that it occurred to me that, in fact, both my sons have brown or green eyes. Mm. And, and we wouldn't have thought that was possible. We yeah, wouldn't sure. have thought that was possible. But then I realized, like, they were telling me they have that little girl that I lost. Mm-hmm. That yeah. they have yeah, her. Exactly. Yeah, they were holding sense. her. Wow. Yeah. It's funny, you know, um, one of our episodes we'll be able to get into, you know, some of the near-death experiences. And uh, that's actually part of a third book that I had written. But the long story short on that is one of the stories was about, you know, a child that, you know, we've, seen, we've heard a few of these. There was even a movie made about it where, yeah. you know, one of the children go to heaven and they meet a sibling that, you know, they didn't, nobody told them. Right. Yeah. Right. right. That the mother lost and the baby. And one of these scenarios mm. was they met their, their sisters yeah. and, and they didn't have names yep. because they hadn't been named yet. And, of course, we heard this story, and, and we came home, and, you know, we were so convinced that we ended up naming her Cassidy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> because yeah. we wow. just thought, it's time for her to have a name. Wow. Yeah, because, I mean, cool. we know. Because, you, know? you know, we lost another, and we, uh, but we, so we were like, yeah, we have to name the babies because we know what yeah, they are. That's, I like that. Yeah, but it, it was really interesting because I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, the chances of that child also having green eyes, right, mm. given that both our children that we do have that right. have green eyes, like, yeah, wow, they were telling me that they have our daughter. Yeah. Yeah, mm. so we knew. Pretty distinctive. Yeah, and you're like, that was kind of an amazing story. So that story really gives us a lot of hope 
you know, and, yeah, and peace. you know, those dreams, peace. you know, yeah. help us to know that we have a daughter in heaven that we can't wait to meet. So oh, we have another child in heaven too. We do Not have just, one as yeah. well. We actually named her as well. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But I was like, oh, that's, I mean, it, it just does kind of, there's something about that too, that you're like, there's some peace about that as well. Sure. Yeah. So guys, this is going to be a very jam packed episode yeah, and sure. we are going to rock and roll. And as we get going, I, I was really thinking about, you know, Rob and I actually were both thinking about, you know, how do we, how do we keep this encouraging? Um, actually one of the verses that uh, our pastor shared this week was about provoking one another to love. And I thought, man, you know, encouraging people to love, that's one thing, but provoking Right. And I just I don't know why, but that one just stuck in my head. And so we think about, you know, the things that we've said this before, that there's a few things that love wouldn't do. Right. Love is not going to what agree with hate. OK. It's never going to get along with hate. Right. Because because not everything hate does is OK. I triple dog dare you to love me. <laughs> right. <laughs> but the same thing. Love cannot sit still. Right. Yeah. Love cannot do nothing. Sorry. When hate is taking away our choices, right? (laughs) So you you can kind of see here, you know, when we talk about provoking one another to love, we want this episode to provoke you to do something, okay, that love would do. And you think about what would love do? What would Jesus do? Did Jesus capitulate with everything? Did Jesus not, I know it's my favorite word and people love to ask me what that word is. I don't think that word means what you think that word means. Hmm. But... That's the point. There's a new kind of, there's a part of love that in some ways we have lost, if that makes sense. Sure. And so this is a thing, part of love stands up. Love actually does provoke, right, us to love, right? So I hope this episode will, will find you there. Um, Rob, was there anything cool that <laughs> what you researched this week? Oh, yes. What are we speaking? Look, look at this. Look at that. That's great. If you guys couldn't see it there, but Miss he Kitty is see, here with us. But he couldn't see his notes because Kitty was Kitty, on top of him. Kitty's yeah. tail was literally over it. But yeah, the one world religion, uh, if you have not heard about this, there's uh, the one world religion, a document was signed back in 2019, February of Pope Francis, a Muslim reader, reader, leader, excuse me, a reader. Did we need to edit that? And no. then also a... Um, Unless you want me to. No, it's fine. From the Jewish church, they're all coming together and they already broke ground in New York City. You could go online and oh, go on YouTube. Oh, yeah, it's in New York. It's in New York. And there's three, oh there's a synagogue, there's a place for the Christians, quote unquote, I say Christians because the Catholic Church is, sorry, Catholics, but is representing that. And then there's also a mosque and there are three very large buildings, but it's called the One World Religion. And you can actually watch the commercial for it. You can look at all the drawings yeah, they the have. <laughs> they hired they hired an architect from England for it. All the drawings have been done, submitted. Again, you could read the document. But here's the thing about the document. Okay, and the document is called the Human Fraternity. It's for the world peace and living together, which sounds great. Okay, it sounds great. You have the three different religions. You have Judaism. You have the Muslim faith. And you have the Christian faith all coming together as one. The problem, if you read the document, you go online and read it, and it mentions God throughout the whole entire document, but they are missing one person. They're missing one name in the document. Can anyone guess what that name is? Jesus. Jesus, exactly. And so that's why they call it the Abrahamic house is the name of it, actually. There's an Abrahamic house where they're going to have where people can live, who live out of poverty and whatnot. So again, they're doing a lot of good things, but 
they're all talking about the God of Abraham, but there's only one way through the Father. So my fear is, if you want to, and I hate to say that, but my fear, I have a huge fear of this, is that they're going to be pulling everybody into this new world religion that focuses on the God of Abraham, but has nothing to do with Jesus. And we all know that there's only one way to the Father, the God of Abraham, and that's through Jesus Christ. And they're not going to hear the gospel. So all these people coming along are not going to hear the gospel. So this is very scary, and it's going to be in New York City, already broke ground and it'll be available in looks like it's gonna be up in 2022 and by the way there's all libraries already up in the new york library they've already have a display there currently so pretty scary times pretty scary times alex didn't you have your own kind of name for this thing what was it called the abrahamic the Cinemosca Cine- Church. The Cinemosca <laughs> Church. That's it? Yeah. Hi. Welcome to Cinemosca Church. Can I take your order? <laughs> Would you like a little bit of... Oh, you can't have Jesus. That's not no on the Jesus menu. No Jesus allowed. No, it's not on the menu. Would you like some Torah fries to go with that? <laughs> Side of Satan sauce? <laughs> How many? Table for six? Okay, would you like to be seated by the pool of fire baptismal? <laughs> pool of but, fire baptismal. Pool of fire. Right. But I mean, but seriously, how could you have, you're representing Christianity, but don't, and the which has the word Christ in it, but you don't word, use the word Jesus <laughs> right. in the document or any of your doctrine? I don't know. How do you explain that? That doesn't do make any sense. That? Yeah, I, uh, you just like take the first name off. And it's a fraternity understand. too. <laughs> oh, well, it's, it's really important for us to realize this is a prophetic event. The yes, Bible has prophesied. And pathetic. And prophetic. There was going to be a one world religion. Right. And it also says that there was going to be a falling away. And notice that they're all based on these good works they're going to do, right? Mm-hmm. But what does the Bible say? That they focus on these good works, yep. right? But then they don't declare, give the credit to, right, to Christ. Well, right. We pr- right. right. Exactly For miracles in your name, we heal the sick, we cast out demons. You like, right. Wait, mm-hmm. who are you again? I'm sorry. Yep. Right. What? Well, that particular verse I was referring to talked about how they have a form right. of godliness huh? but they deny the power thereof. Right. And this right. is exactly it, what's right. happening. Totally. Yeah. Right? And of course, Jesus is the Messiah, right? Mm. Through him, right? I am the way, the truth, and the life. And that's what they don't like. Right. So it's mm. not, it's very right. interesting that this is exactly what they're, what they're leaving out. Yeah, so, totally. You know, and if you're in America here, you know, it's very difficult to get away from, you know, what's happening, still repercussions from Afghanistan. And right. they just had a Senate Arms Committee. And right. um, I know Alex was... This yeah. is one of her favorite topics. Yes, of course, you know, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, because they just did it the other day. General Mark Milley, our favorite, Mr. I don't like President Trump, so I'm just going to call China and be like, hey, we're going to let you know what's going on, what's happening over here. If we decide to invade, I'll give you a call, man. We're besties, right? Just me and you, bud. Because um, that's not at all sus. I, I don't know why he still has a job in our military at all. But, yeah, um, really. Such a jerk. But, yeah, uh, you know, Mark Milley, chairman to the Joint Chief of Staff, he and uh, who's the other guy? General McKenzie testified. They gave they gave testimony regarding the our withdrawal in Afghanistan. I loved it. So they're you know they're up there and they're like, well, we can't tell you what we said to um, Joe Biden about leaving Afghanistan, but we're going to tell you anyway. What we told him was that he should probably leave twenty five to thirty five hundred troops over there, but we're we're not going to tell you what we said. But we told him that he he should leave that many people over there. <laughs> Which was like, really? Is that what you did? And um, I love that because we, there's an interview with Biden actually on August 19th, I think it was with George Stephanopoulos, where George Stephanopoulos point blank asked Joe Biden, President Biden, um, so no one on your staff 
None of the, you know, the planning strategists strategically asked you to leave troops over there. And he goes, no, no one said anything about that. No, nobody said to leave any of our troops over there. So someone's lying. I mean, not that I think he'd remember it anyway, mm-hmm. but, you, <laughs> but you know they, they told him exactly what he's saying, right? They're feeding it into his earpiece. We know this. Of course. And so they're just basically leaving him out to, he you has know. an earpiece. I thought it was some kind of internet <laughs> upload directly from his brain. They, to right, his they have mouth, him plugged into something. Right, they have his chip. I don't know what they're doing to him. Um, before they give him his pudding pop at night, I don't know. Pudding pop. <laughs> but like, come on, guys. This is—it's just getting to the point now to where it's gross. They're purposely doing this to make him look like a fool. This should be really frightening. I almost feel kind of bad for him because now the knives are out for him, right? Mm-hmm. They're purposely doing this to make him look as stupid as possible. Well, you notice the generals clearly are contradicting him and they're not in jail. No, and, right? and not only that, but they just got, what was this, the, the ridiculous amount of money they got? What was it $726 billion defense uh, grant? Like, uh, the, Not only that, they got rewarded for this behavior, Right. right? Um, so they're <laughs> blatantly lying. We, we have it, right? And they're being rewarded for this behavior. It, after leaving uh, m- millions of dollars worth of equipment right. to our enemies. And you were mentioning about Stuart as well, Stuart uh, Scheller? Yes, that Marine who spoke out criticizing the way that we left Afghanistan. So these guys, right, are blatantly lying, right? And, and But anybody else who lies... Well, or he, he's not lying. He's just well, basically criticizing. Right? <laughs> right. So he gets thrown in jail. Right. I mean, what is this? Mm, what is this country? Mm, 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 mm. Well, you know, we talked already about how people that have served in the military, you know, sometimes, you know, for decades. Right. right. I have and, one patient that's 37 years in the military and they're just trying to get their last few because uh, of because of the whole situation. And again, they're going to dishonorably discharge. Right. Them, and, right? Which is, and this is these are people we're questioning the integrity of of our own military right yeah. and by the way the, you know some of these people they've not questioned having to take these vaccines ever before they've not had an issue with it they've done this they've complied they have done their duty and that should be a huge question mark for all of us right mm-hmm. they have done this well and these people have sacrificed so much for our country Protecting our freedoms, whether you realize that or not. Mm -hmm. They have sacrificed for their families, for our families, uh, without knowing our names, right? Right. And they have given up time with their families, with their children. They are uh, your neighbors. They are, you know, husbands and wives. They've given up uh, so much. They've traveled around the world, dragging their families with them. Sometimes not dragging their families with them, and losing now, a lot of their families. Right, and now we're saying that if you don't take this vaccine, you will be dishonorably discharged. You will lose your GI Bill. You will lose your health care. You will lose your You're pension. You're completely abandoned you, by your country. Right. Right, right to carry a firearm. Right. Yes. The, You're treated like a felon. Disgusting. Like it's disgusting. Felon. That it that should really piss you off because frankly that pisses me off that that's ridiculous we shouldn't stand for that we shouldn't allow them to treat our military like that because they've been protecting our rights they've been protecting mm-hmm. our freedoms that's so disgusting yeah uh, just horrifying the, and what are we doing why are we allowing this there's something bigger at hand here and it should piss all of us off because it pisses me off so much 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we should stand up for our military for sure. I mean, after everything they've done, you know, so it's, gross. it's a no brainer. It's ridiculous. So um, we've been waiting for a while to address this next subject. But the bottom line is, is that there are things in these vaccines that they are not disclosing. We've already talked about how, number one, they've given this these list of ingredients. And these ingredients, again, they have their finger licking good special proprietary blend that they're refusing to disclose. And you're going to notice. Yeah, it's not KFC. That, yes. You're going to notice <laughs> that they then will deny that certain things are in there, but there's no way to deny anything until what? They actually list all the ingredients. So there was a study out of Spain initially that talked about the presence of graphene oxide. Right. Now we're seeing, you know, really a, more studies done. But really, Dr. Robert O. Young, okay, he was actually originally interviewed on uh, Del Big Tree, yep. and then we also looked up some of his articles, so we have a pretty good fill-in. And really, he's done a complete analysis of this whole situation, and has really been able to determine that there really is graphene dioxide, graphene oxide in there. Mm -hmm. So first of all, it's on all four jabs, and yep. he says up to ninety percent of the Pfizer jab is actually graphene dioxide. So, you know, when you start to look at this, this is an ingredient that takes you a while to wrap your head around. Mm -hmm. It's very thin. It can be as little as one atom thick, okay? The, the surface of it is polarizing, and it still works very well in water-soluble because that's really the, the presence or the, the, the aqueous solution that we have in our bodies. But this can be used for energy storage. It can be magnetic if it's layered or stacked. It reacts to electronic fields. It works great as a microwave sensor, right? It freezes when it's heated. It actually amplifies frequencies. So you're talking about all these towers that are going up around, right? If they had an amplifier in our body, what? They can take the 5G to 6G, mm -hmm. right? So this is an incredibly strong material. But again, is it good for your body? Is it a good idea to put that in there? No, absolutely. It's cytotoxic. It actually destroys molecules. It destroys your lungs, mitochondrial, epithelial cells. It could lead to sterilization. But here's the big one. Really, graphene dioxide, or graphene oxide, I'm sorry, is something that you can use to build nanobots, right? Now, we've been talking about that, but that's what DARPA's hydrogel is, right? We're talking yeah. about putting little robots in your body that are completely programmable, right, to do what they want to do, right? They could mm -hmm. release drugs. You, you really could get rid of the police force because they would know everything that you've done, and be able to punish you, okay, literally with things that are already inside of your body. Mm. So this is something that, again, could cross the blood-brain barrier. This is our effect in a way that they could what? Mark us in our foreheads. What is in our foreheads? What's between our eyes? Our minds. So you start to realize here, it's not just our bodies. It's not just our biometric information they want. They want access to our minds, right? And so you start to look at this, these patents that they have, there's no way you can look at hydrogel and think that anybody but evil people designed that. Well, this sounds, I know some of this sounds pretty far-fetched, but some of this stuff is already happening in Africa right now, right? I, right? Because... Doesn't Carrie Mene talk about that? that I, so I know some of you are saying, like, this sounds so far out. But this is actually, Bill Gates has instituted some of this already. And I forget what country in Africa this is already taking place. Well, this is part of our military plan. I mean, DARPA is part of our military. This is a known thing that right. they've released. All you have to do is look up DARPA hydrogel. Right, right? but it's, so, and I know you're like, what, he, they can punish you for things already. But this is, some of this stuff is already taking place. Um, 
in an African country and has been for the last, what, year and a half or so? There's no doubt they've yeah. been testing this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, where he goes in his article is, is also really important as well. He gets down to the fact that if this is in there, this breaks the Nuremberg Code 1947, mm -hmm. right? And so this is exactly, why did they put that there? Because this is what the Nazis were doing, folks. Okay, mm -hmm. They were doing these things and experimenting on people without informed consent. Okay, and that's exactly what's going on. If we have ingredients that they're not disclosing, right, and this is something that is included in all of the vaccines, right, and they're doing it under this emergency use order without full disclosure, we're breaking the Nuremberg Code, we're breaking the Helsinki Code, and so these are some of the things that people need to worry about. You know, now, he does show that they make these nanobots out of this um, graphene oxide, They tend to have four legs, right? He shows some pictures of them. Uh, again, they're highly magnetic, super flexible, and then, of course, super strong. Remember, they can be as little as one atom thickness there, right? And again, they can be used and powered by magnetic fields. So nanorobots made out of graphene oxide can actually get power to them, right? So that's always one of the questions I've always had. So um, there was a couple of other cool things that they wrote in there. Um, Yeah, so Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Janssen drugs are not vaccines, but complex graphene oxide nanoparticulate aggregates of varying nano elements attached to genetically modified nucleic acids of mRNA from animals or varro cells and aborted human fetal cells, as viewed and described above all the stuff you were just talking about. So you have no choice to comply with all the mandates, even when the CDC and other governments, universities, and medical institutes have admitted in writing that they have no gold standard. I don't know what that means. A gold standard <laughs> for isolating COVID-2. He's really saying, this is another doctor that's saying, we don't actually have a full copy of this virus. What seems to be happening is we have bits of a virus, hmm. right? Almost parts, if you will. Does that make sense? Okay. And then these parts are what's producing the phenomenon. But he's really saying that whatever this is, there is no fully sequenced virus that's ever been actually found. So this is another doctor saying some of that. Um, this is another, you know, you, we're getting into these nefarious ingredients. And so Stu Peter's show carried Dr. Kerry Madej, and the name of this particular one was First U.S. Lab Examines Vaccine Trials and Finds Horrific Findings. Okay. Now, just as a little lead in here, a lot of us watch the president get vaccinated. Of course, nobody believes that's the case, right? Mm -hmm. And remember, this is a never-ending narrative. What is he promoting? The booster shots, right? Right, but they, okay, so if they had done that live on air, first of all, um, he, so they have to monitor him, like, live. for Especially so for a while. Right, and so nobody believes that he was actually taking that booster live. Because, I mean, he would have probably passed out, right? Plus, he probably would have cried. Right. <laughs> But you're like, no, I don't think he took that booster live on air. Because I don't think that's what would have happened. Because we've seen people that take the shot and how they're like, <gasps> you know. So, I don't mm -hmm. think that's what happened. Mm -hmm. Well, in that same article, you know, they're saying this never-ending, you know, booster shot is something we have to pray our mandatory tribute to our, you know, vaccine company every six months for the rest of our lives to have a job, to, to, to travel, to have a life, right? We have the CDC's own advisory community um, basically saying, hey, look, they voted against endorsing booster shots. And who overruled them? Right. Yes, Ms. Walensky, right? 
So this is, this is what's happening. We are seeing a hostile takeover of anyone that disagrees with what's going on. And that's when Dr. Carrie Madej, she actually got, personally got some multiple vials and was able to look at them on different occasions. And that's when the thing that got me, she talked about is, you know, when, what she saw was, was terrifying. Yeah. And uh, she said she cried harder than, than she has ever cried before when she saw what was some of what's in there. And of course, this is where we do want you to look that up. But, you know, these things, what was your reaction, Rob? Uh, they look like a scorpion, that creature. To yeah. Me. yeah. I mean, that's the first thing that came to my mind, you know. And so it scary. was, yeah, I mean, it was, it was terrifying. It was, it looked like, first she said that uh, it was, uh, as it warmed up, it was like glowing fibers. Right. And it changed colors. It seemed like that one was more about the Johnson & Johnson, but they did. She talked about the color changes. Well, it yep. wasn't, it wasn't. Yeah, the Moderna. Them, yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah, and then that little tentacled creature. Yeah. Almost to me, it looked almost like an octopus. Yeah. Or a bug type thing. And she said it was on the edge of the glass, almost like it could tell that they were watching it. Yeah. Right. Like it was a, yeah. She, yeah. She said that she saw, felt like it was looking at her yeah. or something. That's wild. It, then she you, got a second. Yeah, and she test was like, to make sure that it was real. She well, never seen anything like that before. Well, she said that the first file. She said so. She thought maybe that was a mistake. And mm-hmm. so then a couple days later, they got their hands on more vials, and yeah, it appeared again. She found another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, these were she was able to get a lot of snapshots, but she didn't actually have a video, or at least hasn't released that yet. Well, yeah, she said they're going to be doing she, live videos. Here's yeah. here's what I'm going to say. On this show, multiple occasions, we've talked about how. You know, if you want a space station in space, you can't actually put that together on Earth and then get it up there. You have to put the parts up there and then assemble it. And this is one of the things I've been saying is a real possibility why when we look at what what we really have to do to change humanity, to make us into a new image, Mm -hmm. you're really talking about something that's going to take more than one shot. Mm -hmm. And so this is an idea, what are they putting in here that's going to get them closer to their goal? And that's exactly what this is. They are putting the building blocks of what? Nanobots. And what scared me the most is, is that she said these things appeared to be self-assembling. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's okay? to assemble now that, itself into something. That is extremely disturbing, right? Mm-hmm. And these materials have an ability to somehow charge themselves, amplify, you know, again, provide maybe energy to these nanobots, right? Mm-hmm. Provide right. amplification of frequencies. Right, like we said in the last show, that they actually turn themselves into 6G. Um, and she said they'd started to um, combine and make themselves into something. Mm. That should be pretty horrifying, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that something living was inside of that. Ugh. Yeah. Well, something that was, you know, moving and seemed to have intelligence yeah. or some kind of program to it. Right. You know? And so uh, this, is, this is the part where, uh, you know, I should mention the second part of Project Bluebeam, which we didn't tell you. That we didn't talk about that, right? Um, the first part was that they project this messiah-like type character, and everybody sees what they um, believe, whatever their belief system is, right up in the sky that NASA's in on. So the second part of that is when that messiah type thing it then at some point converges from whether that's Christ or if you're Muslim, Allah. Then it comes into one and says, "Psych, just kidding. We're the Antichrist." Yeah, so we're going back to um, Pierre. Um, um, it worked Sergei Manast. Well, Pierre Gilbert and, yes. was the guy that was talking about. Well, um, he's the theologian, right? Yes, right. but Sergei was the essayist that ended up dead, right? right. 
But He's it was Project Pierre Blue that Beam. was talking about specifically how they had the different the chemicals crystals, that can do that. The crystals in your in your brain right. and how they were able to use frequencies again to affect our minds. And frequencies are definitely something that our military knows a lot about, especially being able to disrupt our minds. Remember, Satan wants what's between our eyes. Okay, that's what's hidden in our foreheads. Right. Sergey also said that it was NASA was going to do this as well using a vaccine, right? Sergey also mentioned that. And um, that, so it's going to combine into one and say, psych, just kidding, I'm really the Antichrist. And that they were going to use whatever was in your head with the low frequency whatever in your brain and then trigger a bunch of demonic possessions. Like we're talking on a scale like you've never seen, like by the millions. So we talked about in a particular episode, Iram, where we talked about the opening of the abyss right. and how this was spirits that were disciplined, right. Right, punished yeah. for what they did in the days of Noah. And here right. Jesus says we're going to see a return of that. So we're seeing you know, a, an ability of old spirits that were here before yeah. to come back to humanity. And so you can see here, you know, before God lets those things out, yeah. he seals us yeah. in our foreheads, right? Yeah. But isn't it interesting that Satan also has a seal or a mark in, in, in their forehead? Right. And what could that be for? Well, it, we believe that it really is a possibility. We'd be talking about demonic possession. Right. It's clear that we see, and this goes back, it's really back even to the 80s. So the point here is, is that you start to realize there's a battle for our, literally for our minds. Right. Because what is this, what is this, sen this sentient creature in these vaccines, right? Like what's going on? Then the other night I was talking to Kevin, I was like, well, Corona means crown, right? It's on your head. Then there's this weird creature they found in these vials of the vaccine and it's in all of them. Then, I mean, there's no denying there's something very odd happening with people in the news. Like if there's something demonic happening, parents are murdering their children. I don't know. Just read the news. It's pretty awful. I don't know what's happening out there. But I don't. Then, when we look at the word COVID, right? Certificate of vaccination identification. They're telling you what they're going to do with it, mm. right? But the other day, I was like, Kevin, Moderna, mode RNA. The last three letters of Moderna are RNA. You can start they to think they're being clever. Mm. Well, it gets worse because one of the next things that we're going to talk about here, and Dr. Tenpenny, uh, she was on Stu Peter's show, and she talked about, again, specifically a lot of great, that was a great show to watch, but she specifically talked about how this, one of the ingredients that's disclosed is this SM-102. Now, this is a toxic oh, yeah, substance, right? But she says that there's actually luciferase in there, right? Now, remember... Um, Luciferase is something that breaks down luciferin, which then causes a glowing reaction. And this is great because they have a way of tracking things. Yeah. Now, if you go on your fact checkers, okay, you're going to realize, first thing, that they're going to deny that all of that is actually happening. right? And so this luciferase, again, is what breaks down the luciferin. And this is something that's being used at the University of Texas in South Florida, University of South Florida. And uh, this is used to test and track vaccines, okay? So this is something that is already being used. Now, even though they're denying that it's in there, the reality is they can't because they're not revealing right. the proprietary ingredients. If this was one of the proprietary ingredients, then it's in there. And again, this is where if you go, there's a little, it's not too many places you can go see this, but it's called jab vaccine is luciferous under light 
under black light. And that's uh, September uh, 16th, 2021. And that's on bitshoot.com. So if you look that up, you'll get to see people fluorescing their yeah. arms, right? You can see the vaccination site. And especially when you got to the hand, Rob, what did oh, you think crazy. when you saw that hand? It's pretty nutty. Also, go to Charlotte. Um, so I typed in looking at the vaccine under the light. So I guess a lot of cities are replacing their streetlights with black light. Yeah. Right. Ooh, that's um, kind of scary. Oh, it is scary because imagine if, <laughs> right? So if the world is becoming a place where everyone has to be um, vaccinated, well, what's the easiest way to find out? I guess if all your street lights are replaced with black light, you'd know really quickly because they would light up, right? Yeah. Like a freaking Christmas tree, just walking down the street. Yeah, everybody's because they're worried about you. Because if you take like a passport or whatever, yeah, you could, you, I mean, you can make which a we fake knew what one. was we mm-hmm. knew that was going to happen at some point, right? Because you've got to mark, find a way to differentiate by marking a very obvious way. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if your veins are glowing, you're well, knowing. If you look at your hands, just look at your hands. The top of your hand, you can see those veins. Right, oh, yeah. and so when you well, see this luciferase in there, you absolutely <laughs> with the glowing, right? You can actually see those veins glow, and that's what you can see in that video. So here you have again, Pretty we have spooky. all the denials, right? But the bottom line, this is a real product. It really does what they're talking yeah, about. And can you believe that luciferase is somehow named after what the angel of light himself? Can you believe that it has a zero six zero six zero six patent? Mm. Question mark. Right. I mean, really. Is this a coincidence, right? They're doing this in a bold way I, right. to not, show us. Right. Okay, they're not leaving they this subtle, funny. right? Yeah. Almost mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. And of course, that's not the only thing. Remember, when we talk about graphene oxide, one of the things we've said is that maybe it's magnetic. Again, Dr. Tenpenny, that she addresses that in uh, one of her talks there on Stu Peters, but then she refers you to a study that was done in Luxembourg, okay? And this was done in uh, June of 2021 it was done by the european forum for vaccine association and what they did is they originally grabbed basically 100 people vaccinated unvaccinated right and what they found was is that they only got about 30 in but the unvaccinated nobody was magnetic yeah right but 29 out of 30 people were magnetic in those areas where they were talking Mm. about fascinating it really was they show lots of the pictures okay and again this is They discontinued the study because it was so disconcerting for the people, yeah. For the people that were having it done, for them to realize, wait a minute, nobody disclosed this to me. Right. right? So we'd love to hear from you. It's pretty easy to do some of that, you're testing yourself. Remember, there are four different vaccines around the, the world. Right. And remember, they're made in different batches. So we could be seeing you know, different presentations depending on. Right, and she said that, she even said that the people that um, got the first batch, for some reason, they were more magnetic than the later batches. It could also be because it's becoming more magnetic. Well, no, she said the older batches are more magnetic. Um, But that could be because the older it gets, it becomes more magnetic. Oh, I see. That was another theory I heard on that. And so in that study, she does go through how they went about that and, um, you know, um, how they would approach people and you have to read it because it, it, it is fascinating and unfortunately they had to stop after 30 people because the people would get so freaked out that um when they saw what was happening to them that they um they were just it just wasn't worth the stress that it induced in the people once they found out 
Mm. Well, um, you can imagine how upsetting that yeah. would be. But, yeah. Of course, Again, of course, yeah. this is breaking all of the normal codes of decency to, to be able to disclose this. So here's another thing we've talked about. Everybody says it in America, right? United we stand, divided we fall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? So here's the, here's the poll. You can see that vaccines, more than anything else okay, that has ever been in America, is dividing us, right? Absolutely dividing us. So this was um, a political Harvard T.H. Chan School for public health poll, and they basically were polling people um, based upon, you know, what age they were, but basically requiring vaccines for any of the kids in our schools that were 12 and older. It was virtually 50-50, right? I think it was 49% um, uh, were opposed and then 50% were uh, in favor. So it's really close to a 50-50 split. Now, what was also interesting is that depending on your political, um, you know, Affiliation. Affiliation. 62% uh, of Democrats were in favor, right? And 60% of Republicans were opposed. So you can see, you know, that we could literally get a situation where states are completely divided over mm -hmm. this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's, again, this, this is dividing our country. And, again, these are our bodies. They're breaking all the rules. This is not medicine. This is experimental now we call it genetic therapy. Now we have to really question it, but that's a full definition with this new presence of that graphene oxide. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty disturbing too, because you look at that, I mean, 60% of Republicans, so now you have parties opposing the party. Usually it wouldn't be like a number like a 60-40, unless you're in like a preliminary, uh, you know, maybe or a, a debate or an election or something like that. But as far as policies and stuff like that, Typically, it would be more like 90, 10, you know what I'm saying? To have that kind of division within a party over something, that's unusual. So that's, that's alarming to me. Well, and, you know, it just keeps getting worse. You know, uh, probably one of the most disturbing things I've seen the last week or so was, of course, the new governor of New York. And uh, really the best way to, to talk about that is to just go ahead and, and hear it. Here's what she said. She was uh, actually right from uh, the pulpit of a mega church up in New York. So. And uh, this is what she said. Play the clip. I prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers. He made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say I'm vaccinated. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say we owe this to each other. We love each other. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you show that love but to care about each other enough to say, Please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. I want our kids to be safe when they're in schools. I want you to be safe when you go to a doctor's office or to a hospital and are treated by somebody. You don't want to get the virus from them. You're already sick or you wouldn't be there. We have to solve this, my friends. I need every one of you. I need you to let them know that this is how we can get, fight, fight this pandemic, come back to normal, 
and then start talking about the real issues that we have to fighting systemic racial injustice which exists today and if there's a dot denier i will take you on any day because i've seen it i know it exists and we are not going to have a blind eye to this ever again any longer under my so you can Whoa. see. Rob, how, how do you feel about that? I don't even know where to get started. Um, I mean, my First I, off, I got to address the, who, who's the pastor of this church that would let her speak? Seriously, seriously. I, I, has, when my is the last goodness. time she really went to church? Just wow. she, uh, why are her apostles? That's, yeah, that's, um, whoa. Wait, who are you? Is she, is she a prophetess? I don't know. I, I'm really... I'm scared. There's too many different directions wait, to go wait. <laughs> What does it say in the Bible about um, false prophets? Oh, I think we're going to talk about that in a yeah, second. Let's but, do. Yeah. but you, you know, if you just Oof. think about running through what she said there, Oof. she prays a lot, folks. I'm just telling you, she is such to a who? spiritual person. Oof. And she knows <laughs> what God says, by the way, right. because God has told her this, right? God is the one who's doing all of this, it's not her. But right. wait, what God? Right. right. And, and by the way, the, the people that said these things that don't take the vaccine, they're stupid. But right. the number one withheld group in our society is PhDs, by the way. Right. right. PhDs tend to be a little more distrustful of all this stuff. So here she is. She's calling them stupid. Right. right. Now, remember, she says what love would do. I mean, if you really believe in this vaccine, that's completely OK. And if you want to, you know, try and encourage people and say, please take this. But they're not saying please, are they? No. She she's saying we should be saying please. But they're not saying please. They're coming up with mandates to take away our choices. Right? right. You will lose your job. You will serve the, the the beast that we've set up here. Right. You better bow down. You better get those knees bent. Right. Because that's what this is about. And so to me, it's just difficult to believe that anyone would let her in a pulpit. Yeah. To have her tell us what God would say. Right. And then to call, uh, be my apostles. Does she even know what I, apostle is? No, I don't understand. I don't think she does. Where did uh, she? But why are she Google before apostles? she got there, and that's what I mean. It right. doesn't even, that's not even what an apostle does. They I know. Um, churches but wait, plant. so I don't God, what she's talking about. God didn't give us natural immunity? Right. He, so weird. God, he, there's no he, way he could solve this, which what's already built into but, your body. So right. wait, so God gave us the vaccine to give our children myo and pericardis? Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Your God kind of sucks. <laughs> I, I mean, wow. Um, it, well, I coined my own term. And, and <laughs> wow. she talks about her apostles. Oh, of course, gosh. she is Help a false me. prophet, which we'll talk about. But that makes her, anybody following her is an apostate. So we'll yes. call them apostate. <laughs> not apostles, <laughs> but apostolates. Yeah, and then this from the governor. We were talking about this earlier. I think she's from an apostle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's yeah, gonna like make me one. edit that out. Ooh, that's no, a good one. That, that one. That one's pretty safe. That was I think. pretty safe. That's good. Oh, that's you. good too. And also was like better that. than mine. Totally. That, that's good. That's good. <laughs> wow. I had something good too. I don't remember what it Sorry. was because that was too good. That Sorry. just completely wiped my thought. But that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I I did see Dell Bigtree address this, and of course I must have read five articles on this one because everybody was just in disbelief. But Apostles. you know what? I guess Del has a uh, his his father was a pastor. Were you saying that, Alex? A minister, yeah. Yeah. So he he goes he goes right to it. He says, 
a false prophet. And of course, he uses Matthew 7, uh, 15 through 20. It says, beware of false prophets, mm -hmm. right? They come in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're ravenous wolves. And by their fruit, you will know them. Are grapes gathered by thorn bristles or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So then, by their fruit, you will know them. So all you have to do, folks, is look at the vaccinated countries. Mm -hmm. Are they getting better? Is it working? Are there less people dying? It's not working. Mm -hmm. If this was good, right. it would bear good fruit. And vice versa, when you compare this in Israel specifically mm -hmm. for the people that are actually, A, had God-given immunity, meaning they had it, right? They yep. got right. over it. Those are the one group that are not going to the hospital. So it's, it's straight up, it's head-to-head. -head, you know, you're going to go with the fruit, and that's how you know. And look at the fruit in this woman's life. I, I'll be honest with you, I, on this show, I will give you the best I can come up with, right? And I know Rob and Alex would say the same, but we are not God. Right. I would never tell you, this is what God said, right? and you need to be apostle for me. Mm. Uh, I, just, I just, I mean, can you imagine saying that out loud? No, <laughs> Seriously. No. Wow. And she's, that's what I was going to say, right? And she's a governor, right? the governor of a yeah. state that allows you to kill babies, like, literally right before they're born, too. I mean, what she represents, oh, yeah. too, to come up there and claim to hear <laughs> from the Lord. And, and that's just disgusting. And God would kill 15,000 people, oh, too, by the way, with the bears. And look at all the other oh. contraindications, right? It's so so disgusting. this is totally what God would do. So disgusting. The lies upon lies. God is not a liar. Right? And mm, that, that's amen. exactly what right. you have to know. Absolutely. And once you find a lie, okay, you know, if, if the vaccine was the best we could do, you know, you'd be able to have an intelligent discussion about that. But you're not allowed to do mm. that. You know? <laughs> well, she's hearing it from the Lord of Darkness. <laughs> what else? Anything else jump out at you, Rob, as far as false apostles? I, it, I, no, you, know, you can just, that, that's, uh, I'm speechless. I'm just so, yeah. it, it angers me. It, it's, I don't even know. I'm just, and I really want to find out what church this is, too. And you do notice that the congregation, they're not applauding. They're not amening. Do you <laughs> oh, notice that? I was listening for that. And then she turned it into like a political thing. And then we need to focus on what the real problems are. And then she started turning to like the politician right there, too. Oh. And they didn't really clap there, no, either. She lost like, them completely. She lost them completely. Well, this, is, this was in the Brooklyn-based Christian Cultural Center, and it was called a megachurch. Wow. I gotta. Look, I want to dig into this a little deeper. <laughs> you know, and I'm and sending an email. Look I, out! The email's coming, Pastor. I, well, and you think about New York. Everything crazy is starting in New York, and the mm. firing of all the healthcare oh, workers. Yeah. I think the Tragic. last time I heard was around eighty thousand people. So again, wow. these people are getting no unemployment benefits. Yeah. To me, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. If you're going to vote that people don't have the right to work, you may as well say they don't have the right to breathe. Mm -hmm. If you can't work. You don't can't you can't really live in our society. You're going to lose everything. You'll live in the streets, and then there'll be so many of us. They'll gather us up in concentration camps. I mean, there's really just nowhere to go here. This is an inalienable right. And now think about what they're doing. Oh well, we don't have these people, so we declare what martial law. Martial yeah. law. So martial medical law, bringing in United Nations troops or out of the country. I mean, or telemedic um, medicine, right? Doctors that are not even licensed. I mean. 
Do you see what's happening here? Yep. If mm. this was about saving lives, these people have been saving lives for 20 plus months. Right. right. And if they thought they needed something to be safe, right, you think they could make their own health care decisions? I think they could. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you see, look at all the people who are going to suffer. It's not just the right. fact that it's going to be shortages. They're going to have to immediately cut off any kind of electric surgeries, right? Wow. right. So you start to realize <laughs> firing hospital staff is just going to kill more people. Right. But they it don't is. care because this isn't about saving lives. Right, right. exactly. There they, is nobody. They did those healthcare people. They did them a favor so they can get out of New York. My goodness. But My it's goodness. really sad because these people have been on the front lines handling these things, have exactly. gotten COVID naturally, right. are totally fine, and are just like, you know, so you're smart enough to have handled this this whole time and taken care of people, mm-hmm. but you're not smart enough to handle this and make your own decisions for yourself. And you're seeing a trend here too. take away their benefits. Who else? They put their front line. Who else? We just talked about the military. Right. Now you take another set of heroes and you're doing it to them right. too. I mean, come on. This, it's just tragic. It's just tragic. But this is, this is one of those times I feel like they're seeing how far they can push everyone, right, 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 how far right. we're willing to let this go right, right. before we all stand up and push back. And right. say no, we're, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. You can't do this to these people. And the world's watching us too. They are they're watching. They're watching us. the Americans. We they're looking at us. They're like, please, please stand up, please. Right, push them back. Mm. I mean, we, at some point, we're all going to have to stand up for each other and push and, back. And we're not doing that well right now. Either. You know what? This breaks is really straightforward. The punishment must fit the crime. Mm-hmm. And there is no way these people have no risk of dying. If they're in the certain, we, we're dealing with a situation where in 18 months in America. We had 0.18% of us die. But the people that died, 94% of them had underlying conditions. If you're in certain age groups and you have no underlying conditions, all you're looking at is being sick, being off work for about 10 to 12 days. That's Mm -hmm. what you're really looking at, right? And now we know, we're going to maybe not even get to it in this one, but the monoclonal antibodies and some of these other treatments, it's it's astonishing what's happening, Mm, right? And the governor was able to, to give us some astonishing reductions in hospitalizations. But again, they can't have this, right? So this is when you start to also go, well, wait a minute, their solution to vaccinate people is going to kill more people, Mm. right? So not only does the punishment not fix the crime, but the solution is actually worse than the problem, right? Now, a lot of people are starting to wake up. When you're starting to believe politicians over your healthcare providers, the ones who work every day, all day long with this, right, yeah. and, and, and still making their own health care decisions. Forbes magazine does discuss this, and they just can't believe that a surprising number of health care workers, including physicians and registered nurses, are refusing this, right? Mm-hmm. And they cite several factors, right? The principal issue may come down to trust. Why are they not trusting? <laughs> and yet this woman who's heard from God <laughs> is telling us to trust oh, her. It, it oh, really wow. becomes just <laughs> well, absolutely comical. Well, you're like, does your God have horns, goat's head, or? I just don't even know where to start with her. <laughs> I don't like, even know how to start with that. I just, well, I, nobody did. I, I, there was some so many articles about that one. So it's hard to make me speechless, too, but I really don't know. I don't even know where just, to begin. Well, and you can see this is the total control. Mm-hmm. This is total control in New York City, and it's total Ugh. control in California. They're doing the same kinds of things. And all over the world, they're yeah. doing this. Mm-hmm. But right? I think it's shock, too, though. I think that we're all just sort of, you know, because I think, um, you know, you hear some of the things like, uh, you know, there's on some level, I'm still like, there's a little creature in these things. Like, um, 
there's yeah. a level of shock and disbelief, like, what? Um, you know, we showed the boys that little mm-hmm, slide, mm-hmm, you know, and mm-hmm. of the creature in there. And then, you know, Weston was like horrified. He's like, what? How, why? Why? Are they? You know, and I think on some level, you're kind of like, it, there's a part of you that's like, if this is in there, like, why would they do that? Um, right. And I th- or what could that thing end up looking like, right, too? Or why? Maybe it's a baby. Right. You're, <laughs> but you're kind of like, um, I, you just, there's a part of you that just, it's incredulous. You know, you're like, I can't believe that. Why would they do this? Can they do this? Why would they do this? Is this really happening? Is this really happening? And I think that's, that's where people are at that. Mm -hmm. I think we're all sort of at that point. So we're like, really, really? It really is out of some Um, kind of like a movie. Yes. It almost feels surreal. And I think that's kind of where we're all at with it. And Mm -hmm. we're sort of like at a level of like, really, is this really happening? Right. right. Um, Could this be real? Could they really be doing this to Mm. us on purpose? Um, and I don't. I think all of us just want to believe that uh, they can't really be doing this to us. Mm. Well, in Australia, it's getting harder for them to not believe that something is drastically wrong. Uh, I was reading an article uh, put out by the Blaze, and again, the government officials are declaring that unvaccinated Australians will lose all of their freedoms in October. So there is an absolute mandate. Basically, you're on what house arrest. You know, and this is what's actually happening around the world. Again, does the punishment fit the crime? Will the the punishment or the solution they're proposing not create more deaths? No, it's complete tyranny. It's complete tyranny. I just got more messages uh, from uh, our unanimous source over there, and uh, you know they're reporting that it is complete lockdown, and until, like you said, eighty percent of them take the vaccine which so few of them still have taken that vaccine and they're they're showing um videos of a 70 year olds being um beaten down and knocked down and pepper sprayed by the police um there's they're trying to do peaceful protests and they're just not letting it stand uh, they're saying uh five-year-olds are given the go-ahead for the vaccine Ugh. what's going it says now that 12-year-olds are encouraged to make their own appointments in the school without their parents' consent or knowledge. Which means they're being bullied. They're be- wow. Right, they're being peer pressured into yeah. it. it. This is ridiculous. Yeah, they need a note to go to the bathroom, <laughs> you know, now. <laughs> right? Um, they've given me videos of uh, the elderly being beaten down, women mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. beaten down by the police. Yeah. The um, rubber bullets, I mean, they're, uh, yeah. they're spraying them. Yeah. This is, and then if there is any, like, media reports, they, which are very few, by the way, that even the media is being shut down and locked down. Did you know that? They yeah. made it illegal. Locked illegal down. to form to Lee have videos of these demonstrations. Period. Because they know they're coming in and enforcing them. Right. So here they are saying, if you do anything in Australia, okay, and we respond to you, you're not allowed to take a video of what we're doing to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that. I wow. mean, no freedom, no rights. Right, and if the, so, if there does, so there is one um, news reporter that does try to get as much of this out as possible. They basically mock her and, and shun and try and make her look as much of a fool as possible. Mm. This is it, this is just ridiculous. So, guys, we got we have to pray yes. for the people in Australia because they are really going through it right now, and they are being blocked. Um, from even getting the news out, so any news, if you please send it to us. If you guys have information, please send it to us. We have a website, supernaturaljunkies.com. 
www.thepodcastmovement.com. You can um, find us on Anchor. You can get a message through there. You can find us on our website, um, Facebook, Instagram, Supernet Junkies on Instagram. Yeah, and, and we'll respond to you. We will respond, respond to you, but to we you. want that information. We will yeah. put it out there to have people pray for you, and we'll do mm-hmm. what we can. Yeah, and I, and I have a buddy who lives in Australia. He actually moved here, I want to say about four months ago from Australia, and he's just devastated. And he just sent me another video of a police officer who just said, look, this is not how the police really feel. We're being forced into this, and we're going to lose our jobs if unless we do enforce this. They need this, to lose their jobs. Sad. I know, and this one did. And so I have that video. Maybe we can, I don't know if we could put that up or whatever. We'll, we'll look at it yeah. and, and see. But, yeah, he's, he's just he's devastated, and he asked me actually asked me to – Give him a call this weekend, so I maybe yeah, give him a shout out. tonight. Yeah. So it's, maybe have him on sometime because well, he has so many family and friends there. We just stand for hurting. you. We stand yeah. for you guys, and we'll be praying for you guys. Well, you know, and it's been really difficult in France. We've seen lots yeah. of those protests. Yeah. Same thing. And the one positive is that the Brits have evidently thrown off the vaccine passport. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. this yeah. is there a you positive, go. you know, Woo. to encourage yeah. Australians. Right. Just tell them you're British and that you can't <laughs> participate. This has already been cast down. And, uh, you know, but we're, we're praying for you and, and God is here for you. And I, and that's why I probably segue into this cause we're kind of out of time, but you know, all of us have struggled through this time to, to, to live in this material, to talk about this. And the bottom line is we don't want to let what Satan is doing, you know, distract us from the fact that God is still in control folks. And, uh, right. so Alex, how do you get through your, your weeks, you know, just, all this stuff that we're into listening to and how do you stay encouraged? Well, spoiler alert, um, Satan doesn't win. Right. right? <laughs> I it's mean, a fixed fight. Right. It is. So, you know, staying in the word, knowing that we do know the end result, right? Because you hear all these horrible things and you're like, oh my gosh, how, how is this going to play out? I mean, I take hope in knowing that we do know the end and if you are sealed and so staying in that and knowing like, yeah, we just have to keep praying and staying above the fray because if you don't, you will be scared. You will be one of those that don't know where to turn, don't know where to run. But I know where I'm going. I know where to turn. Yeah, that's totally right. You know, in First Peter 5, verse 7, I love this, says, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you, and he does care for you. And I want to read another verse here, Proverbs 12, uh, 25, it's New King James. Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. And then we got to get out of here, but uh, a good word, I can't think of a better word than the word of God. There was a study bet done back in 2017 by a secular study, actually, from the American Psychological uh, Association. And they did a, a, it was a survey on terrorism and, and, and the fear. And people who were in their Bibles at least three days a week, uh, 59% of them had zero fear of terrorism where 18% had no fear who didn't read their Bible. So it just goes to show you that just by reading the Word of God, what a difference it makes. So I encourage you all to get in your Bibles. And if you don't now, just start out just three days a week, maybe 15, 20 minutes, and watch the difference it'll make in your life. It really will. It'll encourage you. It'll make you feel better. So with all that, God bless everyone out there. Just please um, follow us on social media, like we said, soilministries.org, obviously. And um, we love you all. And again, stay encouraged, stay together, stay strong. And uh, we love you. Yep. You know, I guess one more thing I'll say is that, you know, uh, I, you have to gather together, folks. The Bible says no matter what is happening, no matter whether your church is talking about it or not, you cannot lose friends and brothers and sisters over this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to refuse to divide yourself. 
And at the same time, when we, we get into our prayer, we get into our, some of these other things, we do have to remember that there is an active version of prayer. Meaning that the Bible says not just to pray, but to ask, seek, and knock. And I'm going to pray for all of us that we are able to pray, ask, seek, and knock. That, that our faith would become more active. That when we pray, God will put something on our hearts to do something, to stand up. That that is our theme on this show. That we're when you see these things happen, that we're supposed to stand up. We're not supposed to be quiet. We're not supposed to capitulate, right? Right. We also need to keep our chins up. Acquiesce. We need to that what God is doing is He is giving you an incredible chance to deepen your relationship with Him. These are the times where we need to know, okay, those God that we believe in. And just like Paul says, I know Him in whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that He is able to keep that thing that I have entrusted Him. And I believe that we all need to trust the Lord. So I love you guys, and we'll be praying for you everywhere around the world. That's right. All right. Be sure to share, subscribe, review. We love it. And thank you, guys. Have a blessed week. Don't forget Soil Ministries is our sponsor, soilministries.org, where we're trying to put an outline of vision and resources to Honduras, second force in our hemisphere, and we have a whole network of uh, pastors and churches that down there that we help to accomplish projects to help children and to get the gospel out. So God bless you guys.